Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Now we're on page Memches on the top. We ended off saying... Um, speaking about the difference between the quality of light within Toyo and Antiquan, it's a different quality, not just a different quantity. And we said it's like the difference between the light of the sun and the light of the moon, different quality light altogether. And we said we'll understand this even more by the idea of the light which was created on the first day of creation, that other magician was able to see, Adam was able to see through this light from the beginning of all Ishtalshalas to the end of Ishtalshalas. And... Um, so then it was when it was when Hashem saw that the world wasn't fitting to use such a intense uh, light, he hid it for the righteous, or he separated it up to, off to himself. And instead of that, he gave the light of the sun. And continuing on the top of the page, and the ability that a person has to see with the light of the sun is only like the measurement of a parsa or a meal with different measurements. Which is basically the our our ability to see, however, the, the distance we we can see with our physical eyes, but through the light of the sun is only these short distances. Which is not any comparable at all to the ability of sight that Adam had with through the the first original light of creation. Similarly, this is true in the source above in, in spirituality. So not only physically was able to see. And, and, you know, sort of have a, a vision to be able to see if all, all of creation through this original light. Um, also, in the spiritual sense, the source of this light, which in the first day, it was on a very, very sublime level and um, transcended all of, all of the world and encompassed them all. Um, so... Which is this light that was on the first day, which encompassed all the worlds, was the level of the infinite energy of Hashem, which is before, which preceded the symptom, the original contraction, the concealment, diminishment of that energy. That's what it means that he separated that light off to himself, referring to the symptom, the concealment of that energy, because it was too high for the world to be created from that. As we explained earlier, and the uh, mimer titled Tiku. Meaning that the specific energy uh, that was illuminating and shining on that first day is the revelation of the Eagle Hagodl, the great circle, which refers to the unlimited energy of Hashem, which is a circle, but just like a circle doesn't have a beginning or end point, um, which is not the case like with a square or a triangle, which have a points, specific points where you start drawing that shape, the circle um, connotes this idea of unlimited infinite. So that's the revelation of the Igla Godl, the great circle, which refers to the unlimited energy of Hashem, which is before, which preceded the Kav, 
preceded that limited energy which creates limited worlds. And this unlimited energy encompasses and surrounds, so to say, all of the all of the chain the chain work of creation, um, which is all created through the limited energy of the kav, this, the thin line energy. And the parentheses nivra, and we could say that this is the deeper meaning of what it says. The sages say that the world was created on miloyoy in its full state, meaning the world was created not you know as when the, at the beginning of creation the trees were created already already big, already old. Um, they weren't created as saplings, and some similarly all of creation was already created on miloyoy in its full state. What does this mean spiritually? Uh, meaning that there was the world was created al Muloyoy, meaning that there was a, even at the very beginning of creation there was a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem which encompasses all of creation. That is the Al Muloyoy, and it was a light which filled all of creation, which encompassed everything. That was at the beginning of creation. Um, this the the light which Adam was able to see from the beginning of creation to the end of creation with from the highest levels to the lowest levels. Um, like in a time of a fav- uh, opportune time when there's a revelation of Hashem's will, like in the time of, of prayer, that's the same type of revelation which is occurring of Hashem's energy which, in, which transcends creation. And the world is created at, in, the, at the, in the first place, at the beginning, that it should be, that it should have this revelation of Hashem's will, which transcends all of creation. But then it was hidden because it was too intense for, um, for the world to exist and be created through that intense energy. And that's why um, Adam was able to see through this, through this um, energy, which is infinite and transcends all of creation, encompasses all of creation, he's able to see through that light all of the chain-like descent of creation, all of the chain work of creation. Because in this light, which transcends limitation, there is no differentiation, there's no specific levels, there's no limitations yet. And therefore it's revealed in every, everywhere equally. And that's why he's able to see everywhere through this light. Because there's no place where this light is is void of, or which is not the case where the the light, which is the limited light of Hashem, which is a kav, which is revealed in each place specific according to its specific nature and ability to contain that light. But the this erudition, this first light, which is um, the soivev, the encompassing infinite light, it doesn't reveal itself according to the measure of the creations, and therefore it's everywhere equally. Similar to it says in the Zayar, that when you force the sitra achra, when you force the evil energy of the world, your animal soul, to go against its will, you cause that um, Hashem's glory should ascend into all the worlds. And that refers to uh, this refers to this this energy of Hashem, which is revealed in all the worlds equally. And that's when and that's why it's called a stalic. Its revelation is in a way where it's removed. It it's removed back, so to say. It's revealed, even though it's revealed, it's still felt you feel like it's above you. And that's the whole idea of the Savior Kulam, the infinite energy of Hashem which encompasses, surrounds the worlds, even though it's within them, but you feel like it's above you because it's so sublime and so elevated, so high, it's not within our realm to grasp it, to feel it. And that's why it says when this revelation of this level of Hashem godliness which is transcends creation is revealed, it's Bukhulam. It it goes in all of the worlds equally.
And when this original light on the first day of creation, which totally transcends and encompasses all of creation, when, it, when this original light was hidden away, because Hashem saw that the world wasn't it wasn't fitting to use it, that means to say that this and and you know unlimited light was hidden away, and then there was shined down to the world the irakab the the line type light, meaning the limited contracted energy of, of godliness. And it's known that the 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 energy of the kav, this limited line like energy, is totally is uncomparable um to the infinite energy of Hashem, which is before the Tsimtsum, before the original Contraction, concealment of Hashem's infinite energy. So this this finite energy is no comparison whatsoever to the infinite energy of Hashem. And now we go back to understand the difference between the light of Hashem, which is revealed in Toyu and in Tikkun. Um, that the Riba here Toyu that when it says that there's an abundance of light of godly light in Toyu, it's a it means not an abundance that just in quantity. It's a different quality light. It's a totally different, uncomparable type of light from the light of Hashem, which is revealed in Tikkun, which is no comparison to it whatsoever. Now we return to what we said before, that Toyu is the idea of chesed, and kindness, and giving, uh, unlimited uh, unlimited flow of energy. Which implies the idea of the abundance of light, and an intensity, a, a revelation of infinite light. And just like the infinite energy, an infinite revelation of Hashem before the concealment, before the original concealment of that energy, is that 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 infinite revelation of Hashem is an aspect and a a, a a expression of chesed, of kindness, which is giving it unlimited giving, unlimited flow of energy. As it's known in the deeper meaning of this verse in Tehillim, um, it says, <coughs> It uses th- uh, three different names of Hashem here. And explains in other places, and specifically in Maimariyat Merazakin, in Maimariyat Merazakin, Torah Omeyadim, the first, uh, the first volume on page, the end of page Ches, the beginning of page Tess, it says, this explains this concept, this verse, that Kale is Chesed, is kindness. And as it says in the verse, Kale Chesed, uh, Chesed Kale Kolayim. And this verse is speaking about the creation of the worlds. Kale Likimavaya Dibar Vayikra Aritz. And he called out the earth, meaning he created the earth. At the beginning, the the beginning of creation of all the world was drawn down from the aspect of Kale, the first name mentioned in this verse, which is Chesed, kindness, because um, it says the world is built on Chesed, on kindness, because of Hashem's great kindness. He therefore he was he he was aroused with a desire to create worlds and to give them life. However. If so, if it would just be an expression of, of unlimited kindness, there would there would be unlimited energy, and nothing would be no creation would see would seem separate would have its own um, would have its own feeling of its own identity its independence, 
And therefore, there's drawn after that, the second name mentioned is Elikim, which is the name of Hashem which connotes um, judgment and severity and con- contraction, concealment. And that's in order to conceal that in- infinite energy and to allow for the creation of finite beings that feel themselves separate from their source. But with this itself, it wouldn't be enough to create worlds. Therefore, Hashem had to say again, Kelikim Havaya, the name Havaya, which is the name of Hashem, which connotes compassion. In order to there, in order to allow that there should be a little bit of revelation of godliness within the worlds, that the creations should feel a little bit their godly source and be able to nullify themselves back to their source. So we see this verse says basically at the beginning of creation, the infinite energy, infinite revelation of Hashem is expressed in this idea of kale, and therefore it need to be after that elikim. So the Iridian safe before the tzimtzum is an expression of chesed of divine kindness. Um, and just similarly in the world of Tayu, that there was a revelation of the godly energy in an abundance, an unlimited revelation, and not through any, not through any channeling, not through any con, um, contraction, concealment of that energy. That is an aspect of chesed of kindness of just unlimited giving. But the as the idea of the. Um, the a little bit of light which is revealed in the world of Tikkun, which means that it's a contracted, condensed, diminished uh, revelation of godliness. That is an aspect of gvura of tim, of of tzimtzum, of contraction. And even more so, in toyu, there is the abundance of light, a revelation of uh, unlimited energy of Hashem, and and a very small amount and small capacity of vessels, of channels, to receive that light. And in the world of Tikkun, there's opposite. Only a revelation of a condensed, contracted light and a and vessels with a broad capacity to contain that light. Meaning that in Toyu, the godly light of Hashem was not it was not enmeshed and enclosed within the vessels of Tayu because the, the vessels were too small to contain them, didn't have enough capacity, and therefore the light in Tayu was not was not concealed by that by that um, enclosement. Anytime that the light encloses itself in a vessel, it becomes concealed, the true quality of that light becomes concealed by the vessel. And that's the idea of Chesed also. Chesed is just a, a revelation of godliness, and that's why Tayu is characterized by Chesed because the Kalim were not, able to contain the light and therefore not able to conceal it and therefore it was a ultimate just a revelation which is chesed similarly to what explains another place and the idea of the nevua the prophecy of which which the, his his um, prophecy came through the intermediary of the four of the four different um, animal faces, the animals of the divine chariot of Hashem, Pnei Aryeh, Pnei Sherechulu, there's the face of the lion, the face of the ox, the face of the eagle, the face of the man. So these four faces um, are different channels, different vessels through which this uh, divine prophecy is, is being channeled through, coming through. The Fishahayah Bismana Golus. Because why did his prophecy have to come through these channels of the four um, faces of the animals in the divine chariot? Because it was in the time of Golos, of exile, the And it says in the Gemara that when the Jewish people were exiled to Babylon, the Shekhinah came with them, the divine presence of Hashem came with them. 
Like it says in the verse, and I, referring to the divine presence of Hashem, I'm within the exile. So, basically, the whole divine presence of Hashem was also, so to say, exiled. And the Bismana buys how you the Shemesh is all Gavain Bemaila. In the time of the 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 holy temple stood, the Jewish souls were on a very high level, and there was shined to them a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem. Just like at the beginning of this revelation of godliness to the Jewish souls at the giving of the Torah, it says, it was face to face. Hashem spoke with you. Not through any intermediary, and not through any enclosement of that divine energy in any type of vessel, which would, which would contract and diminish in that revelation. And that's why it says that the time of the of the the Gemara says, or the Medrash says that the time of the giving of the Torah. They would, they were able to see that which is only usually heard, like like it says in the verse, all the nation were, would see the voices or the noises, the sounds that were at the giving of the Torah. Because they had a um, a revelation of the divine energy, how it is in a very general way, how it's yet before it's become. It's descended and become condensed and diminished. It was they, they got a revelation of the the general, the very high sublime level of this energy. How it's still in a general way, and um, which in that level there's no there's no differentiation of levels yet. There's no different difference between hearing and seeing. Those are all levels which only start after the divine energy, the light is contracted and goes down into specific vessels and takes on specific form. Um, however, they got the revelation of the essence of the energy. And which is in a very general way, which includes all different levels together. Um, so that's all in the times of the Vesa Mikdash. They got the revelation of the essence of Hashem's energy. But in the time of the exile, the light of Hashem is drawn down in a way of enclosement, of concealment, and in within channels, specific channels, so that the people should be able to withstand, should be able to take that revelation. If it wouldn't come through these channels and these concealments in vessels, it would be too much for them to handle. And that's why the prophecy or the divine revelation um, to the prophet Ezekiel came through in a way of, of um, enclosement and being enmeshed within specific vessels, specific channels for that revelation in the four animals of the divine chariot and that and, and that each and the revelation was split up into four different channels, which are four different expressions. It's known in Kabbalah explains that the Pnei Arye is Chesed, Pnei Shere, Gvuda. So there this revelation was only able to happen through a concealment, through the enclosement of that energy in these four channels, and therefore also the energy descended and became in a differentiation differentiated way, being revealed into specific divine specific Different channels. Which is not the case in the prophecy of, of Moses. It was from directly from Hashem, Hashem himself, not through any, through inter, any intermediary. He did not want to receive any, uh, the prophecy or the revelation through an intermediary, of an, even of an angel. Like he said, if it's not going to be your face that's going to go with us, I don't want, I don't want it. 
He just wanted to have the just the divine the essence of Hashem without inter, any intermediaries. And that was actually the level of the Jewish souls in that time. They were on such a high level that they were able to receive the revelation of Hashem directly without any, any intermediaries or any in concealments of that energy. It was by the time of exile, where everything has descended, the levels of the Jewish souls have descended, and the level of the revelation has descended, and therefore our capacity to receive that revelation is on a lot lower level. Everything had to come through a enclosement and concealment and intermediaries uh, to make the divine revelation proper and the, on the level that we'll be able to receive it. Now we return back to the idea of Toyu and Tikkun. So we are saying that an additional idea is that in Toyu there was a lot of, of uh, abundance of light, uh, unlimited revelation, and a small capacity of vessels to contain that. And in Tikkun there was a little bit of revelation, a condensed, contracted light, and a broad capacity of, of vessels. And that means that in Toyu there was a, a revelation of light without any without any enclosement in these vessels and automatically also without any concealment of that light. Similar to how it was in the times of the, 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 where the Holy Temple stood, there was a direct revelation without any intermediaries, which means that it was a, a revelation of Hashem's essence directly without any concealment or contraction. But in the times of, the, of exile, the prophecy of the Cheskel had to come through these specific channels to con- to conceal the the energy a little bit, so we should be able to receive it. And this is going to go back to the idea of the difference between Tayu and Tikkun. So Vizel Gamkein to Betayu Hayemiu to Kelim. This means this is the same idea that in Tayu there was a, a limited amount of vessels, meaning a very small capacity of vessels. The Hayenu Shahayir Hayashalei B'chinasi Slabshus, meaning that the that the godly light in Tayu, the infinite godly light in Tayu, was not in a way, it didn't come enclosed in the vessels, because the vessels weren't, weren't containing them. And there was a revelation of the essence, the essence of the light of Hashem in a revealed way without, um, and how it is in its very essence, without any, without any contraction, concealment, descent, without taking away from that essential revelation through the concealment into the through the concealment of the vessels, but in the world of Tikkun, the revelation comes through enclosement and a concealment in the vessels. Now, even though that the vessels of the world of Atzilus, which is the first world of the of Tikkun, they are the vessels of Tikkun are are very very refined and very very. Um, um, abstract. There's not like the vessels of the lower world, which take on more of an existence and therefore conceal more of the, the energy which includes within them. The vessels of Atsilis, the spheres of Atsilis, are very, and uh, the level of spheres of Behirus, because the word spheres, which means, um, which refers to these divine energies of Hashem, the vessels, that the channels through which the divine energy of Hashem is revealed, also comes from the word like uh, Evan Sapir, a shiny stone. So that means that they're very shiny, these vessels of Atsilis, meaning they do not conceal the energy which enclosed within them. They directly reveal it. But, but nevertheless, even though it's a very, very, very thin, so to say, vessel, a very refined vessel, which is able to reveal the, the light, almost how it is in its very essence, nevertheless, still the light is being clothed by these vessels and being concealed a little bit. 
the light which is the godly light which is, in, is enclosed in the vessel is not the essence of the light is not the essential light so not only is that is these even though these vessels are very so to say transparent because they don't have a real existence to them there's not yet a thickness to them so to say but um which would mean that the the, the essence of the light seemingly comes revealed through them but the fact that any a light enclosed in a limited um, defined vessel and is going through a certain channel that means that it's not the essence of the light which is going through that because the essence the central light cannot be enclosed within a limited vessel cannot take on a specific form so therefore the light which is enclosing into that vessel is, cannot be the essence of the light so therefore you're not getting the very essence through the vessels See what he's explained about this in the famous Habshich of Maimarim of Tafir Samachvav, the Maskal ain't in the Lispala Elchul, and that that specific Maimar. And all the more so the light which actually shines through the vessel. That's not the essence of the light. First of all, that whatever is going into the vessel is not the essence of the light, because any light which can close into a limited vessel is not the essence of the unlimited essence of the light. And second, all the more so that the light which actually shines through that vessel, even though it's a very shiny vessel, it's very thin, it's very refined, still, it's concealing a little bit on it, therefore it's not going to be the essence of the light. And that's why we can understand that Toyu, another reason why Toyu is chesed, is kindness. Because the light, the godly light of Toyu, is a of an abundance in an unlimited revelation of, of of godliness and not through any contraction or concealment. And that's the ultimate idea of chesed, just a divine revelation of, of godliness without any concealment. And the uh, um, delight, the godly light was revealed in the world of Torah in a revealed way, um, how it is in its very essence, without any concealment and uh, enclosement in any vessels and concealment through those vessels. But in Tikkun, it's, al- it's already a contracted uh, light. So it's a, a very small amount of light, which means different quality altogether, a totally contracted, limited light. And that light, that light became enclosed in vessels, and therefore was concealed by those vessels. Which that is an expression of gvura, of which gvura implies concealment and contraction, not a total revelation. At the top of page mem test, two lines on the top. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chassidus. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find an archive for all our other, our older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tovim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this 
podcast, please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelbetgmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.